the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Prayers Heard in Heaven. God wants to raise up an army of believers whose prayer shakes the nation and the nations of the world. God wants you to shake the evil out of its dwelling place in your family, in your workplace, in the nation. Prayers Heard in Heaven is a teaching ministry teaching God's people to pass blessings with prayer. In the fifth chapter of James, the Bible tells us to pray for one another that we may be healed and that the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous person availeth much. The following program, Prayers Heard in Heaven, with speaker and teacher Valerie Sneed, will help you learn to pray fervently and effectively and truly see results in prayer. Valerie Sneed, with Prayers Heard in Heaven, starts now. Your appointment with a miracle is today. God wants you to absolutely take dominion and authority. Whatever you plant, so shall you reap. That's a spiritual principle that operates in this realm. And it operates in this realm in such a position of dominion and authority. The principle of sowing and reaping is constantly in operation. It is persistent, and it never stops. It never ceases to operate. And so, therefore, the question is, what are you sowing? God wants you to receive your miracle today. You have an appointment with a miracle right now. In this year of restoration, the Holy Spirit operating magnificently in this realm is restoring so many in the church today beloved of god it's time that you walked in your appointed destiny with god that you walked in the appointed miracle that god has for you you take authority over situations oftentimes by what we plant what are you planting what have you planted in the past god said it he said so And whatever you sow, so shall you reap. Your miracle is in the will of God. It's God's will for you. It's God's will for you to experience his very best. It's God's will for you to see the miraculous working power of his hand, the power of God in your life. Maybe you're facing something and it's impossible. There, There is no way for it to work out. I want to tell you that he really does. Some water and dry places. He really does make the crooked path straight and the rough places smooth. He really does take us from the valley to the mountaintop. But what are you planting today? God wants you to plant the seeds for your miracle and to receive that miracle in your life. What have you been waiting for God to do, hoping and dreaming that it would come into manifestation? And so maybe you've given up on that dream. Maybe it looks so big. It looks so impossible that you just have tossed it aside and you maybe you never prayed about it or you cease praying about it. Today, God wants you to pick that back up again. 
He wants to give you the years that the locust has eaten. The woman with the issue of blood in the New Testament, who had spent all of her resources going from one physician to another, seeking help one person after another, and never receiving what she needed to get well. Oh, but she was planting seeds. She was planting seeds by her faith. She was planting seeds of faith as she went because she was persevering. And so because she persevered, she received her miracle. When she touched the hem of his garment, and Jesus said, who touched me for power? You know, virtue has gone out of me. Power has gone from me. Who is this person who touched me? Oh, bless his name this morning. But the, the disciples said, many, they're flogging you. There's many around you. What do you mean, Lord, who touched you? How, how would we be able to tell is what they were saying. How would we know who touched you with so many pressing in? But there was a touch. She couldn't have been the only one that touched him with so many pressing in the way the disciples described it. There were many flogging him. They were coming in and just pressing. But there was one who had such an incredible level of faith. There was one that touched him and that touch was different than anyone else in the crowd. That touch, that touch moved in faith. She stretched forth her hand with the last bit of strength that she had, believing that if she touched him, if she even could touch his garment, that she would be healed. Are you persevering in faith? Do you believe God for the miracle that's before you? Do you know that when you plant seeds, that that's what you reap? Are you planting? Is it finances that you want? Are you planting seeds for financial prosperity? What is it that you that you have need of? The Bible says, he that wants a friend must first show himself friendly. Or, or companionship, are you, are you giving that? Maybe say, but I want companionship from that particular person. But are you giving companionship? Are you giving love? Are you giving kindness? Are you giving friendship? Not necessarily to that particular person, but are you sowing the seeds to reap friendship, to reap the return of love? Are you sowing seeds of health? Are you sowing the word of God in your life? Are you sick? Then take your medicine. Take the word of God into your heart. Take the word of God. The woman who went to the unjust judge in the book of Luke that Jesus is speaking about, the Bible says that this is an ungodly man. He disregards God and man. He has no regard for God whatsoever. But yet he's a judge and he has authority. And so the woman continuously, we all know, she, she continues to go back and she continues to go back. It's called asking, seeking, and knocking. It's when you persevere. It's when you don't give up. It's when you take your prayer to another level. When you take your request to a higher dimension, you persevere and you refuse to give up. No matter how long it takes, she kept going back and kept going back. And what did he say? I'll avenge this woman of her enemy. At least she'd continue to worry me. At least she continued to worry me. She was planting seeds of faith. She planted seeds of faith as she cried out. And because that's the seed that she planted, that's her harvest. The seed contains, whatever the seed is, it contains what it takes to reproduce itself. What seed are you planting, child of God? Because God wants you to receive. Your miracle. The disciples in the boat with Jesus, when the storm came up and they cried out, the crying out is a sense of perseverance. The crying out is planting a seed, and the seed will bring a result. The seed will bring a harvest. 
you know, my sister, she grows crops, she grows some garden things, you know, items. And so she had dropped some celery on the ground one day, and she didn't realize she had dropped it. And some days later, you know, some weeks later, she walked past and thought, oh, I had dropped celery. She said, and the celery began to grow more celery, and she didn't do anything. But by dropping it, she planted the seed. And whatever the seed contains, that is what it is going to produce, praise God. Blind Bartimaeus, when he was crying out, Oh, thou son of David. (laughs) He was planting a seed for his healing and for his deliverance as he cried out in faith. And as the crowd pressed in and hollering at him, Be quiet, Bartimaeus. Shut your mouth. Be quiet. And he continued to shout out in perseverance, planting his seeds of faith, anticipating that Jesus would hear his cry and that he would receive the reward of his sight. For what? What did he do? He cried out. He planted the seed. And when the enemy tried to discourage him, he refused to be quiet. When you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, You broke, you broke away from the curse of the law of sin. And so you live in a realm, in a spiritual realm, even though you exist in the natural, you live in a realm of all possibilities. And so sickness and disease, the curse of that is no longer, is no longer held over your head. Jesus has redeemed us from the curse. And so when you're dealing with sickness, when you're dealing with uh, debt, whatever circumstance you're dealing with, you're dealing with conflict in a relationship, some trial, some difficulty, right away, we have to say, this situation, you have to ask ourselves, does it rob? Does it kill? Does it destroy? Because if it does, then the source, where is this coming from? It's coming from the enemy. It's coming from Satan. Does it give life? Jesus said, I came that you might have life and have it more abundantly. If it is giving life, then it cometh down from the Father of lights. So remember, because every good gift cometh from above, James 1 and 7. And so ask yourself, what I am going through, is it good? Is it perfect? Is it coming down from the Father of life? Is it perfect? If it's not, if we can't truly say that, That we can't truly say yes, that it's good, that it's wonderful, that it's perfect, but we're going through, then we have to look at it from the word of God. Then this is not of God. For the enemy comes to rob, to steal, and to kill. The dream that you've given up on, is it because the enemy came by to rob you of the seed of that desire? Because the enemy knows that the seed will produce, it contains what it needs to reproduce itself. The enemy comes to rob and steal and kill. But Jesus came and he broke the curse. He said he came that none should suffer, that we shouldn't, that that shouldn't happen to us, that we shouldn't be suffering. It's not necessary. This is a year of restoration, child of God. So many people around me, so many people around me are receiving blessing that they had not dreamed of. Blessing, they're receiving above what they had hoped and asked for, even years ago. And now, restoration has come. For the word of the Lord says, I will give back the years that the locusts have eaten. Exercise your faith. Be obedient to the word of God. Because obedience to the word of God is planting a seed. 
And whatever seed you plant, that seed is going to bring a harvest into your life. It's going to bring a harvest into your life. Receive the miracle of God. Live in a realm of expectation. And then you will receive your miracle. Persevere in prayer. Obey the word of God. Obey God's word. Allow God's word to be a lamp unto your feet. Obey his word. Live in hope. And stand firm on what you believe and know is true. The word of the Lord says, the word of God and the book of Revelation says, these words are both faithful and true. Every word that God has spoken contains within it his spirit. He said, my words are spirit and they are life. He is telling us that my words are alive. And within the word of God is the power to produce a magnificent harvest of what you have planted. And so what must you do? You must plant. You must obey. You must abide in the word of God. You must persevere. Persevere in the face of difficult circumstances. Persevere when it seems that your faith is waving. Now, it'll happen at times. It may seem that your faith is waving, but faith is in your heart. But your mind may say, well, I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't know if this will work out. I'm just not sure about it. The enemy will try to put doubt. He'll try to put fear in your mind. Is it robbing? Is it stealing? Is it killing? Then that's not of God. Because God will speak faith. The Holy Spirit will speak faith into your heart and lift you to another dimension. Lift you to a place where you will receive of God what you are asking for. Because you're standing in faith. You're standing strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. You're living in a place of expectation. What are you asking God to do? Is it possible? The angel told Mary, all things, Mary, all things are possible with God. Because he created the laws of nature. He can defy the laws of nature. You know, I was sitting one day by myself and just thinking, I didn't expect the Lord to answer, but I, I was just thinking to myself and, and, and I, I was marveling, you know, at God in my mind. And I was thinking, you can do anything. And, you know, that, that was my thought. You, know, you can do anything, can't you? And all of a sudden the Lord spoke. He said, yes, I can. <laughs> and, and he said it in a way like, yes, I can. Do you know how to get me to do it? Yes, I can, you know? And when he said that, I was just like, oh my, I mean, it, it just, it completely overtook me. It completely overtook me. And there was something within me that sprang up. There was a confidence. There was a, a new hope. There was a refreshing in my entire being, knowing that all things are possible with him and that he can do anything. What is it that you're asking God to do? What is it that's hidden in your heart? And you've been hoping and waiting. Are you planting that seed? Don't allow the enemy to rob, to steal, or to kill. God wants you to have the desires of your heart. God has placed within you the possibility of all things. What does that mean? I know you're saying, Valerie, what does that mean? Within me, the possibility of all things. He's given you his spirit. He has given you the Holy Spirit. To live within you. And because of the power of the Holy Spirit, 
There is a possibility of all things. Receive your miracle today. Plant seeds of what you want to harvest, what you want to reap. Walk in a place of humility before God. Walk in a place of obedience to the word of God. Maybe you say, Valerie, I am obedient to the word of God. That's something we take to the Holy Spirit. Lord, am I completely and obedient to your word? If there is an area of my life that isn't in check, oh Lord, reveal it to me. Reveal to me where I am in unforgiveness. Reveal to me where I'm prideful. Reveal to me where I am self-centered. Reveal to me if if I am selfish, if I am not giving, if I do not have a prosperous spirit, how will I reap a prosperous reward? A person that has a prosperous spirit has a generous heart because they sow generosity. And the one who sows generosity reaps generosity from God. God is generous. He is constantly giving and giving and giving. God has a generous heart. Praise God. Live in expectation. Live in the place where you believe God for the miracle. He is the Lord Almighty, the God of the entire universe. And as you speak and you live by the word of God, remembering that the word of God contains within it to produce what it has said. When you live according and you are obedient to the word of God, you have humbled yourself under the authority, and the power of God. When you walk in humility, when you see others as more than yourself, you are no longer walking in pride. When you know that every person around you was created in the image of God. He said, let's create man in the image and the likeness of God. You'll treat everyone with loving kindness and respect. And as you do that, you are being obedient to the person? No. No, you're being obedient to the spirit of God. You're humbling yourself under the mighty hand of God. And God is going to give you the desires of your heart. Because what you do in secret, he rewards you openly. God wants you to receive your miracle today. Plant the seed to receive what you are asking God for. Don't plant just one seed. Plant for a harvest. Give abundantly what you're asking God for and walk in obedience to his spirit. Walk in obedience to God. Walk with a loving heart. Walk in kindness. Walk in a bond of unity and love. Don't ever be exhausted in giving. The word of the Lord says, don't be weary and well-doing. Never be exhausted in helping or giving. You are planting seeds that you will absolutely harvest. You will harvest from the word of God what you have planted. And if you don't turn back, if if you don't back up and you keep pressing forward as you persevere in prayer, you are going to reap the reward. For what you have done in secret, God is going to reward you openly, beloved of God. God wants you to receive your miracle today. God wants you to walk in a position where you take dominion and authority, where your life is progressing, where you are prospering financially, where you are prospering spiritually, 
where you are growing in the full stature of God and the word of God, that seed that God has planted in your heart. The enemy does not want you to know that the word of God contains a force. It contains a dynamic, powerful force. The word of God literally contains the spirit. It contains the power of God. And that seed, that word of God, it performs for the child of God. It performs for his beloved. If you are obedient to the word of God, if you are obedient to the spirit of God, what you are planting will come into fruition as you persevere, as you live an expectation to the spirit of God. God is going to prosper you. God is going to give you the desires of your heart. Your prayers are going to go to a different dimension, a dimension of prosperity, a dimension of gaining authority, a dimension of taking that authority and using what you have conquered for the kingdom of God, not for a selfish mean or for a selfish gain is to be used for the kingdom of God. And as you use what God has given you to glorify the kingdom, there's going to be a greater outpouring. There's going to be a spiritual avalanche in your life where God continues to give. So many aren't obedient to the word of God. When we become obedient, that's when God lifts us up. That's when God exalts us. When we look to him, the disciples on the boat tossed with the storm at sea, they looked to Jesus. They were planting a seed of faith. They looked to him, and because they looked to him, they received what they were looking for. Perseverance in the midst of a storm is going to bring you a reward. Persevering when you cannot see the answer, and you're looking past the circumstance to what you are praying for. You're not looking at the circumstance. You're going beyond the circumstance. And you're looking at what you are praying for. That's taking possession of what you are praying for. That's taking it by faith. The woman with the issue of blood had to look past her circumstance. How do we know that? Because she was looking past it to healing. She was looking past where she was that day. When she was pressing in to get to Jesus, she was looking past her sickness and she was looking on to her healing because she believed that if she touched the hem of his garment, that she would receive a miracle that day, that she would receive it that same moment. As soon as she touched him, if I can just touch his garment, she knew that she would be healed. That's perseverance and faith. That's going beyond where you are in the presence. Her faith took a snapshot of her healing. Her faith went beyond for her faith had a photo in front of it. It had a picture of her whole. It had to because it's the only way she would get so low down on the ground to just touch the hem of the garment that she would persevere. Her faith took a snapshot of what was to come and she received it. If your faith, if you will allow your faith to take a snapshot, to take an image of what you are asking God for, then you are living by faith and you are not looking at that small apartment that you say is too small to live in with your children. When you see that house, when you see that yard and you see your children running and playing in that yard, oh, 
Your faith took a snapshot of what is to come. When you see those bills paid, you see a zero balance, and you no longer see debt piling up. Your faith just took a snapshot of what is to come. Faith takes a picture of what is to come, and it sees that picture as reality, beloved of God. That's perseverance. You will persevere until you see it. Once you see that image, once you capture the finished works, you persevere until you have it. Praise God. God wants you to persevere and use your faith to take a snapshot. That's what faith does. Faith is what you are hoping for, and it's the evidence of what you cannot see with your natural eyes. But with your spiritual eye, you take a snapshot. And that's how you receive your miracle today. Take it violently by faith. I'm Valerie Sneed, Prayers Heard in Heaven, teaching God's people to pray. You've been listening to Valerie Sneed with Prayers Heard in Heaven. If you missed any of the program, listen next Sunday evening at 530. For more information about their weekly live prayer call, visit their website at prayersheardinheaven.org. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.